I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? a formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you- Welcome back to the bar. These are your two favorite bitches. We're not allowed to say we're the the good girls. Oh, people said no. No, Nobody liked it. (laughs) (laughs) No one liked that we tried to claim to be good girls. That's good. That's good because I don't like to be a good girl. I like to be a bitch anyway. So perfect. Professional bitches. Do you remember when Randy told, I don't even know who he told, like Kelly found a way to make, like to have a job where she's a bitch. Just being a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. See, we bitch about reality TV, but what other job do you show up with that they give you alcohol and say, be a bitch? Yep. Sounds good to me. It's the dream until it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Well, before we get started, I just have to say, obviously, if you are watching on the Patreon channel, I am not at home. I'm in a very different location. I'm in New Orleans. And so things are a little off today because I can't access Patreon to read the Patreons. Kelly, you are technologically challenged, so you can't read the Patreons. So we will be back next week with the Patreon. So hang in there. If you haven't heard your name yet, you definitely will. Sorry about that. Mm, yes, it's because I'm challenged. I don't know why well, they don't come up on mine. I don't know. Like, either. I think you're signed in as the, like, coordinator like the or the owner of the thing. And so mine- But I gave you like, permission. I, regular, I don't know. It doesn't work. I don't know. Work. Look, we are not the smartest, okay? Nope. We're the funniest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so freaking happy that it is your week this week because I hated this week's episode. So I am. Uh, Yeah, I didn't like it either. Oh, I'm a big fat giant hoe bag bitch in this episode. Mm, I just didn't like it for Brooke. I actually it was funny. I was talking to Brooke on the phone and I, well, I actually sent her a screenshot of whenever you watch the episode and you pause it. Like mine, if I don't watch it for a little bit, it comes up and there's like a different picture. Yeah, yeah. It's not like part of the thing. Yeah. And it was Brooke and her red leotard leaning backwards on the ballet bar. Aww. And she's just like looking to the side. I love that picture of her. Here's the picture. I don't know if you can see it. I see. Yeah, see that is pretty. I can't see it, <laughs> but I know what picture. You know what you mean. I'm trying yeah, to show that on to Patreon, but I don't. Get closer to the camera. No, Kelly, God, camera. There you go. But look, it gets blurrier. So I'm trying to pull yeah. away. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. And I actually took screenshots of Holly too that I want to show. We're Holly's technologically on challenged. Some of these, Holly's face on some of these things, like when I paused it, oh my God, she was hysterical. I know. Hysterical. I know. Wait, are you wearing a leotard? No, I'm wearing one of my tops in the thing, but I had a, a sweater vest over it and I, oh, I had to take sorry. it off. I was way too hot. 
You can't wear a sweater vest in Florida. I, I long sleeve. I got long sleeves on for you people. Yeah, sweating yeah. my ass off, and we just got started. Well, I'm sweating my ass off in New Orleans today. So twins. Yeah. Twins. What are you drinking there in New Orleans? I am so excited because I walked to Lafitte's and I got a voodoo daiquiri. Oh, I'm jealous. Look, and I got you one. Oh, yay! <laughs> yay! Don't worry, I'll drink it for you. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you will. What flavor did you get me? Um, well, they're voodoo daiquiris. They're just one flavor. They're like one this purple. Oh, yeah. Remember that place we went and we could get all those different flavored daiquiris no, that Kelly, one day? That was not a voodoo daiquiri. That was the drive through daiquiri bar across the street. Yeah, that got us so drunk that you had to go to the jail and try to turn in Leslie, remember? Mm-hmm. That was that day. Ugh. Yeah, this is not the same bar. Um, Who, what state has drive through daiquiri bars besides New Orleans? <laughs> it's funny. Maybe Texas. Maybe. Hey, we, we liked it. So, oh, we fucking loved it. And they had 25 cent jello shots. Please, I threw yeah, down a 20. We were all in. With eight jello shots. Yeah, we were good. Good, good. So what are you drinking? I have a crazy drink today. I had okay. to use my new glass. Look at this cool glass. I don't know if you can see it real oh, good. Oh, that's pretty. Like how it's shaped real weird. I got this yeah, on this. It looks like an Japanese. It's a Japanese website. It's called Corey Whiskey. And then I got them and I'm like, am I supposed to be drinking whiskey out of them? I don't like drink whiskey. So I love Grand Marnier. So instead of using a snifter, I thought this was pretty close to a snifter. It's wide at the bottom and skinny. But I thought it was a cool glass. It's It's all my glasses are in Pittsburgh. We saw your glasses in this episode. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We saw your glasses. half of them. But that looks like an acorn. That would be great for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It would be pretty and on a table. This is the place that I got those um, ice cubes too. The the golden oh, ice yeah, cubes. Remember ice that cube. didn't like weaken your Water drink or drink. whatever. But so there's Grand Marnier in here. So I really have to just sip because that's like an. Oh, well, there is some shit to drink this episode. There's lots of fur and there's uh, lots of headbands. Oh, well, I can't drink too much because this is really strong. But I'm going to oh. have a sip right now before I get started. <laughs> well, well, wait, you should drink because <clears throat> I was cracking up at the parental warning that came up at the beginning of this episode because well, it, was said, it? it said violence, <laughs> alcohol use, and foul language. Oh, that was probably all because of me. <laughs> no, I think it was me. I was the violent one. Yeah, gosh. <sighs> So this will be a fun episode to recap. Just to say, I will probably be tipsy because these are so strong. I can only drink one and I have two. Well, I have a lot of notes this week. My, I usually, when I do it, I have like six pages of notes. I have nine front and back. Oh shit. So we got to go fast through it. All right. You go fast. I won't chime in too much. Except when I chime in, but we, we could skip over some of the boring shit, but. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get started. We open up in Pittsburgh and we are at a little place called Flowers in the Attic. And Please we're... stop. What? Kelly, it needs to be addressed that the place that they sent the child to talk to the dance teacher is called Flowers in the Attic. When Flowers in the <laughs> Attic is the book that was all about incest and child abuse and murder. <laughs> yes. Lovely. Well, I told you, Brooke said it was the scariest moment in her life. So it was pretty much appropriate. 
And there are uh, flowers in the attic. I literally died when I thought yeah. about that. Because we used to drive yeah. by and I never thought anything about it. And then I was like, holy shit, who names their business this? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right, go ahead. Well, I, I have to say my minivan made a cameo as I'm dropping her that. off. I, I still that. drive that thing. This was what, 11 years ago? And I'm still I driving that. I believe that thing is alive. Yes, I still drive it. I'm, I'm a cool mom, man. Yeah. Cool mom. Yeah. Before <laughs> you even get started, let's just take a drink because Abby is wearing a headband. Okay. This glass is hard to drink out of because it's so little at the top. You need a straw. You can't drink Gremonier out of a straw. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is can. just, no, that is not allowed. No. <laughs> that is not allowed. Okay, so we see me drop Brooke off in the minivan and we go to Brooke and Abby sitting at lunch. And Brooke, Abby has like this smirky little look on her face. Like I just want to like knock it. I want to knock it off of her face, first of all, because she knows that they're making Brooke make her do Mm -hmm. this. And she's loving every Mm -hmm. second of it. I literally have the word smirk written right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Smirk. Okay, yep. so we go to uh interview with Brooke and she says she wants to come back to dance because cheer just wasn't her thing. And she hopes that Abby will take her back. So we're sitting at lunch and Brooke says, well, I, Miss Abby, I tried cheerleading, but I want to come back to dance. And Abby says, well, that's not that easy. You, like you stabbed everyone in the back and you slapped me in the face. And Brooke little says, does she know her mother is going to slap her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Couple seasons later. But Brooke says she just wanted to try it and make sure that dance is what she wanted to do. And, Abby, and Abby says, you didn't ask ahead of time. You just didn't show up. And, you know, she's saying that Brooke let Abby down. But, you know, for everybody who doesn't know how a reality show works, Brooke was told not to show up, you know. Sure. I mean, that was part of the storyline that week. So not that Brooke wasn't loving not having to show up. So Abby's in an interview and she says that she's torn. Um, She let the team down and she lost trust in Brooke and Brooke broke her heart. I'm like thinking to myself, what heart? What heart is in there? Exactly. Uh, she also said that um, it was a big one of her biz- biggest disappointments that Brooke didn't want to dance anymore, and that mm-hmm. God had. She tells Brooke that God had gi- has given you a God given talent. Don't give it away, honey. I, saw, I wrote the honey down. She was yes, yes, she was being very nice. But you you notice that when she's one on one with him, because when she was one on one with Chloe, when Chloe wanted to leave, she was all mm-hmm. nice and sweet too. Yeah, and she said Brooke was born to dance. She was born to dance and Abby spent a lot of time and energy on this kid. Oh, we she's have not to going it. to let that disappear. Yes. She wants Brooke to have, or she thinks Brooke has a lot to offer for the team, but she's going to have to prove herself. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to say in all of Abby's interviews, she really looks like a gym teacher from an eighties movie. She has on this weird <laughs> shirt with her hair. She looks like an 80s gym teacher. You'll have to go back and look. Oh, she's an 80s dance teacher. It's pretty close. True thing. Yeah. So Abby's in interviews saying that um, she's letting 
or Brooke is in an interview saying that Abby's going to let her back to the ALDC and she'll never let her down again. Ever, I wanted to say, Brooke, watch what you say. Yeah. (laughs) Watch what you say. Ah! (laughs) Um, So we go into Pyramid and here I am. I'm carrying my shoes today. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. (laughs) I I think I'm carrying them because I want everybody to see, like, see, I do have shoes. I'm just not allowed to wear them. You're such an ass. <laughs> it pisses me off every week about those shoes. Every week. Well, there's some shit that pissed me off that was like I I noticed in this episode, but that was funny. I didn't notice that you carried uh, yeah. shoes. I did carry in my shoes. But Abby says that um you know, we're going to Pyramid. Abby says that um Kendall's off of prov- probation and that she proved herself in the group in the trio. And then we go to Leslie in her interview saying um that she's not worried that Kendall's off her preparation that she thinks Peyton will pull through and show that she's a good dancer. <clears throat> Wait, we and both I, cleared our throats. That wasn't I, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that was not on purpose. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No. But that, then Abby tells Kendall that if she, oh, Christ. when she wears the jacket, she can't be all slouched over. And if you see her slouched over, you take a thumbtack thumb and stick and it in the middle of her back between her, between her shoulder blades. How many this times did we hear to that? do that to an eight-year-old? I know. I know. Yeah. But Kelly, how many times did we hear that? Uh, always. 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 I, I got that a lot with Paige because Paige slouched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you're in an interview and say, <laughs> best thing to ever happen in Jill's life is Kendall being off probation. She was grins from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's from Atlas in Wonderland. It's the drug cat that's always grinning in the tree. Oh, okay. The cat that smokes weed. Oh, it's not weed. Oh, there the we go. Even, the cat that's like, hey, and all grinny. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I know who you mean now. Yeah. But Abby announces we're going to Starbound in New York. And they want to beat the ALDC. And they are serious. They're like sharks in water. They can taste the blood. Now, just so everyone knows, that is code for everyone wants to beat the girls on Dance Moms. Yes. <laughs> Not the ALDC. I love how yeah. she says shit like there's sharks in the water and you see the kids and the kids literally are always just staring at her like, is Like, what are you real? talking about? Yeah. 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 The lady's crazy. Blood in the water. Mm-hmm. So Kenzie says in her interview, she's not nervous. She knows she could be as good as them. And I'm assuming she means the people in New York. I guess. I think that's what I I assume she is. So then we reveal the pyramid and Kenzie is on the bottom. Um, She says, you did good on the solo last time. Um, You need to be even better this time. And Nia was chosen for a special part, but her mom didn't want her to do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> she ruined so, it. So there's not a lot to say. And that's when I went to Holly's face. Oh my God, I got to show you her face. I hope you can see it. Because it, 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 I, I took two. Because I, I paused it and wrote stuff down. And then I went back and paused it again. And both of her expressions, I was like, that is like Holly's best look ever. Oh my Wait, God. Get why close. it's get why close is- to the camera? Oh, there, get closer. Closer. There we go. <laughs> Is that like hysterical? She looks like the Grinch. Doesn't she look like the Grinch? Okay, no, wait, here's the next one. Then there's this one. 
got a little of you in that one too. Oh, that's one. I think we were fighting with Jill in that scene. (laughs) That was just like hysterical. I was like, oh my God, I have to show everybody that face. That's so funny. Holly does give a good face. Uh huh. So then she goes to Paige and she said she didn't do a (laughs) duo or a solo or a trio. So there's not a lot to judge her on. Yeah, I I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Then we go to Kendall. Kendall is off probation. Um, She has to work on her turnout, back of her knees. She has a long list of what she has to work on Mm -hmm. um, and says there's a lot to work on. Then we go to Maddie and she did a great job. She won her category, but she wants she has to keep challenging her. Yeah. Okay. So when you get to Chloe, I have I have a few comments. Okay, well, Abby in her interview says that um, she knows that Maddie's disappointed, but she needs to keep pushing her that things aren't always going to be as easy as they are. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Chloe. And did you see my face? Yeah. I didn't take a picture of mine, but I was like. Well, I think that our faces were that way because then we assumed that Peyton was going to be on top because they went to that yeah. like beat next. But if you listen to Abby, she goes, well, we got to give them what they want. And you can tell that the producers made Chloe be on, above Maddie in that scene or in that pyramid based on what Abby says. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, then definitely she, in the she, pyramid. They made her say lots of things she didn't want to say. Well, she goes on to say a shitty thing about Chloe because she's like, you need to scare people backstage and you need to walk in with the same arrogance and nose up in the air. Like you walk in the studio. I have that next. Yeah. Abby says, Chloe, when you walk backstage, you need to, to be arrogant and have your nose in the air the same way you walk in the studio every day. Those other girls should be afraid of you because you're Chloe from the ALDC. Or dance mom. But, but not Chloe from the music video. Cause that's what she's saying. She got, she's so arrogant about, but Right. But that's her just being an asshole because she always got pissed off that people thought Chloe was nice, like the fans. And so that's when she started to say shitty stuff like that. And and I've actually had people on Patreon say stuff like, why does Abby always say like Chloe has no confidence? And then she's always like, you're so arrogant and cocky because she's Mm -hmm. an asshole. And like, she wants to say things like that to make people think that. And yeah. so when she was like, oh, we have to give them what they want. I guarantee you she fought with producers because they had Chloe above Maddie on that pyramid that week. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, Maddie should have been above Chloe because she yeah. beat her. Exactly. Yeah. The, the pyramid never makes sense to me. Never. Ever. It's stupid. Oh. And, and like, and go on. Cause I actually, I basically think the pyramid was just to let people know what was going on for the next week is for really sure. what I thought, but it, and then a way to just like humiliate all the kids. But. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because she's going to do that with Brooke. And I have a comparison to what she, she did the same thing to Brooke that she did with Chloe. So when you get there, I'll point that out. Okay. So then we get to the top of the pyramid and you, you look at, I, did you look at Leslie and Peyton's face? Yo, they yeah. had, they had the smug look on their face and oh, then yeah. whenever they flipped the picture over and it was Brooke, their, their face definitely changed. changed. Well, Peyton busted out in tears. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I can only imagine like how I yeah. mean, you would, you would think she was standing in the line with the kids that she would have been on the top and 
or at least horrible to do to a child. Yeah. She wasn't even on there. Like that's terrible to do to a child. And they know exactly, they know at that point exactly what they're doing and how that's going to make somebody feel, but absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love when you, they show you an interview there and you say, you go get them sister. Cause you yeah. left and tried <laughs> out for cheerleading and you still made it to the top of the pyramid. <laughs> Yay. But then I loved it. They all went and hugged Brooke and mm-hmm. everything. And then I loved Paige whenever and I started hugging Paige and I thought that yeah. was sweet because they all knew yeah. she had to feel horrible. Sure. And the, our kids were so, like, I can't, I see it every week. Our kids never were like mean or nasty to anybody who came on that show ever, ever. Yeah. yeah. I was actually watching some of Brooke's um, YouTube videos the other day and she had one, she had like um, reactions to like dance moms mm-hmm. things or whatever. And um, she, she was saying on there about her and Peyton. She's like, I know mm-hmm. people think that like Peyton and I always had bad feelings and stuff. And she's like, I loved when Peyton came. She's yeah. like, when Peyton was there, I had somebody my own age to hang out with and stuff. She's sure. like, me and Peyton were always like good friends. You know, we just, they yeah. lost contact because, you know, yeah. work was, went her way and Peyton went her yeah. way, but yeah, you know, they were, everybody was always good friends. Yeah. And so I thought, I agree, totally agree. I thought it was sweet that they went over and hugged her. Are you going to talk about Jill? Because this is amazing. On her interview, when she says, mm-hmm. no offense to Peyton, but uh, she, towers. she towers over the, this dance team. My little Kendall fits perfect. Oh, please drink. Because I think that's the first time she actually says my little Kendall. My little Kendall. Mm. Look, she is so mean fun. though about she's so mean about Kendall's size or Peyton's size size yeah oh well so Abby says she knows we are all wondering why Brooks is at the top of the pyramid but she's gonna have a solo this week and not only should she win but Abby demands she wins okay so this is I got another funny face like looking at her like right here Abby I saw your face. I actually think I wrote that. Um, but this is the thing that kind of pisses me off that I wrote because it's funny because she did the exact same thing to Chloe last week because she was at the top of the pyramid and she's like, oh, it's easy to get to the top, but can you stay at the top? And yeah. you have to win because you're at the top. But she does that to Chloe and Kate or Chloe and Brooke. But when Maddie's at the top, she's like, you're at the top because you were amazing you're last de- week. Not, you deserve you better it. better. Yeah. Yeah, you better win yeah. this week. So there's not so much pressure on you. Exactly. But when you're told you have to win, you have to win, you have to win. Like, it just makes you nervous and and you tense have that no time. Yeah, and you have no idea who is showing up, and you have no idea what the choreography is going to be because you can only dance the choreography exactly. you're given. So, like, if you're told to go out and win, then like I want to look at her, and that's and what I do all the time is say, well, then I should be given the choreography and the costume to fit mm-hmm. that role. I can't yep. win if I'm not given the right tools. Yeah. The tools. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Abby tells Peyton that you were just not, not the right replacement for this group. Mm-hmm. Um, that she had a great experience. You, she got to see the gateway, the to, gateway the West. to the West. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like okay, how is that? And <sighs> oh. um, um, Leslie says that, they have a right to be upset. Uh, you dangled a carrot in front of her face and just took it away. 
for what? For her daughter, and she points to Ken or let or Jill, mm-hmm. who to come and take her spot as a stranger, a and, stranger! To, and for Brooke to leave, and you take her back. Like, where is your loyalty? Uh, um, we they have been so loyal to her, and I chime in and like a loyalty. Like, yeah. there's nobody there that has been more loyal than me. Yeah, I, I, seriously. Leslie always said that about loyalty, and I was like. What do you mean? For like being at her studio for four years? Like right, I did everything like, Abby wanted for 30 years. So even if you yeah. did it for four years, like. Well, yeah. every single one of us had been there way longer than Leslie. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody but Jill. Right. Right. But she was questioning mine and Brooke's loyalty. Right. That's why I said about me. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is my favorite part. How dare you? <laughs> That where I did my miss. Well, well, Leslie says, "How dare you?" And Abby's like, "How dare I? Yeah. How dare I?" Oh yeah, At- Leslie says, "How many times has she said she didn't want to dance?" And that's mm-hmm. when Leslie says, "How dare you, Abby?" Um, and Abby says again, she got to go to St. Louis to do the competition, and then in her interview, Abby says that Peyton was on probation, and it was not to be on the team full time. Her mom got that twisted in her mind. Mm. And Leslie says, you know, if you don't want her, we will find someone that wants her on their team. But Mm -hmm. she takes Peyton out of the room. Let's go Peyton. You can keep Kendall and you can keep the Mm -hmm. rest of your team. Mm -hmm. That would have been a great opportunity for her to go dance with candy apples because. And the candy apples are bigger. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't happen. And I'm sure that's probably what Leslie was aiming for like to put that in their brain maybe maybe I don't know why it didn't happen like who knows I mean maybe the producers just yeah I don't know but that would have been that that would have made sense exactly so Abby tells Brooke she has a solo must win Ken yes (laughs) must win Kenzie has a solo she don't say anything about that um the group number is high energy and she wants everyone enjoying it on their feet dancing Mm. And then they cut to a sign that says, stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. We got a zoom in shot on stop complaining. I feel like the editors just give us middle fingers the entire uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have four days to the competition and Gianna's running the number. Um, the group dance is called Avalanche. It says, let's just say it's about the whole world of cheerleading tumbling down. That's what Abby says. That's so cheesy. Whatever. Yeah, it's about the whole world. Abby hated cheerleaders. Yes, hated she did. Always. Wait, I mean, you were a cheerleader, right? Yes. Yeah, Me I left too. dance to cheer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, this is the episode that they didn't show it. But Abby set Brooks pom poms on fire in the parking lot. Yeah, did they? They didn't show that, huh? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't no. know if it was coming up, like in the next episode. No, or something. it was this week that she set those pom poms on fire. And the, I remember, I remember that uh, we had a hard time getting them started. And then once they caught on fire because they were plastic, it was like, yeah. And then I was fast, stomping yeah. them out and, and ruined and your was, boots. It ruined my boots, and I was pissed. Yeah. They didn't show that. No. I wonder why they made us go through all that and then not show it. Maybe, maybe yeah. cheerleaders would have been really offended by that. Maybe. Like, you know, they probably shouldn't burn pom-poms. It's probably not 
Oh, Correct. probably like sacrilegious or something. Correct actions. Yeah. 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 So we go upstairs and Jill just cannot believe that Leslie thought Peyton would be at the top of the pyramid. I think we all thought Peyton was going to be at the top of the pyramid. I don't yeah. know. She yeah. was the lead of the group and Brooke know. wasn't there. I, you certainly didn't think Brooke yeah. was going to be there. Yeah. But I, I'm the one upstairs saying that I felt bad for her. Yes. And, and you're like, yes, because she's a kid. Yeah. You know? And Jill's like, she's not a baby. My kid was on probation and she was eight. Uh, but we weren't eight talking years old. Yeah. But we weren't even really talking about the whole probation thing. We were talking about Peyton not even making it on the pyramid, Mm-mm. you know? But Jill always turned things into, into Kendall, always. Yeah. And that wasn't yeah. just like on the show, or, or I shouldn't say on the show. It was on the show, but I it was like, I don't even know if she was like encouraged to do that. She just naturally did it. Yeah. So I say how happy I am that Brooke is back. And then I'm in an interview and I say that Abby's being hard on Brooke. She hasn't danced in two weeks and she has four days to learn the solo, which mm-hmm. I mean, that's every week. I don't know why I would have, they, they must've made me say that to make it make sense that, or to say that she hasn't danced in a while or something. Cause we yeah. always learn our dances in four days. It's not like it's something. Yeah. Different. But everything you're saying is exactly what I had said the week before. Like, oh, you're at the top and you have to win. Like she kept saying mm-hmm. that about Chloe yeah. as well. Yeah. I did like when though I said that um it was Jill's mouth that was off probation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> um, so Jill says there's no way that Brooke should have been at the top of the pyramid. And she's like, sorry. And yeah, then she, but she's in an interview saying uh, she's not going to hold back her thoughts now that Kendall's off of probation. When did she ever hold back on her thoughts? Never. She'll never no. stop. Like, that's why I had to tell her to shut up the one day because you never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop talking. <sighs> but Jill thinks that Maddie should have been on the top because she's the one who won. I agree with her. I do. I do and agree you, with you her. You say that. You say that Maddie also one no this is right oh, yeah you you say that maddie she, won because abby spent all of her time rehearsing with maddie her solo. She, did. she didn't rehearse the group number or the trio she only cared about maddie solo but I, that was it, the case it's true every week but yes that's what happens every week so yes and especially because chloe had beat her the week before she had to make sure that she won and so that was what she focused on but, well, I don't know if I agree that Maddie should have been at the top of the pyramid. I think Maddie should have been above Chloe because she beat her. Um, but I think that it was shit that Jill was like, sorry to you. And then here I come with all of my stupid sayings because I'm like, I'm just calling a spade a spade. It is a spade, yeah. <laughs> but I would have never put Brooke on the top of the pyramid. No, she wasn't there. Ever. Well, she wasn't was even like- there. That was the same thing. Oh, you know what? Chloe and Chloe and Brooke have a lot of the same shit happen because remember the week Chloe didn't dance because she was doing dance masters. The next yeah, week she was, she the was on the top. Yeah. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Mm-mm. But um, then I'm laughing and I'm like, I just have to say, I'm very happy the duet did, or the trio didn't win. And, and it was, was just coming. gives me the death stare. Did yeah. you see her death stare that I got? And, and it was, like, I knew that was coming. Yeah. It was like a two minute pause of just her looking at me. Like, I'm going to kill you for saying that. But, mm-hmm. And then Jill says, if the trio had more, more time during the week, it could have won. 
once again, we never get more time than that. Mm-mm. Like it's always in three or four days and you never yeah. get time to rehearse. Yeah. Um, but she thinks that Kendall should have had a special part and mm-hmm. that there are different levels of dancers. And that's why we have the pyramid to show the different and layers. Did you hear Melissa? She goes, oh, I agree. Oh, yes. But then, but Jill says to Holly, do you agree? Mm-hmm. And Holly that's, was like. That's a shit question to Holly. Yeah. yeah. I like. Why would you not just say it to the whole group? Why would you mm-hmm. like pick out Holly? And Holly says, you know, if you're trying to make me say that um, Nia's weak, I'm not going to say that. Who is going to say that about their kids? Exactly. But Jill makes, and Holly, and ugh, in Holly's interview, she says that Jill makes snide remarks about students and um, that she doesn't think that Nia is a weak link. And Holly doesn't care what Jill thinks. She thinks Nia is a strong dancer. I don't think anybody cared what Jill thinks. Nope. Totally. And and I literally care what we think either. No, and I literally (laughs) said that in the next sentence. I said, it doesn't matter what we say up here. It matters what happens on stage. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, wait, are you saying she needs to buy a present? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I mean, bring it. And I'm like, well, I'm not buying her a present. My kid could get there on her own. <laughs> and then you said the real Jill is coming out. Yeah, like the the real, the Jill. Now that Jill is off probation, we better watch out. because <laughs> She's scary. So then we go to Brooke rehearsing her solo. Abby's wearing a headbands. Oh, yay. And um, Abby says that her solo is called Starry Night. Which, P.S., what was the original Swing on a Star? Is that what that costume was from? No, no that wasn't Swing on no, a Star. Swing what on was a Star costume? was light blue. I don't know what yeah. that was. I don't it know was what pretty. It was. it was a real costume. It was not for the yeah. show. No, it wasn't for the show, no. It was no. one I already had. Mm-hmm. But um, Abby says that, you know, the, the dance is called Starry Night. She's per- portraying an alien from another planet. <laughs> Kind of like her, her mother. mother. <laughs> Any time to get a dib in on me, like, okay. <laughs> I'm the alien from another planet that makes all your freaking costumes and does all your shit. You yeah. Because somebody from this planet would have told you to go suck an egg a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but then she says that and says that, you know, it's imperative that Brooke does good this week. But they show her in rehearsal and Brooke actually did a trick. And Abby actually clapped for her, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, not very often do you see that. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Kenzie's solo, and it's called The Party Starts Right Now. And Abby, you know, is just watching her. She tells her, oh, she has sickled feet. Um, she hates that Kendi- Kenzie's always at the studio. Um, or she hates sickled feet. Yeah. Let me start it's over. a Let big no no. Yes. She says, ooh, she hates sickled feet. And then she says that Kenzie's always at the studio and she works really hard, but Mm. she wants her to be like Maddie, where Maddie was at this age. And they're different. They're different people. Exactly. Like I say that all the time, like about Brooke and Paige, they're different. Like Chloe and Clara, they're different. Yeah, they're different. Every child is different. It it doesn't matter if you're in the same activity or not. You're all going to be different at something. Mm -hmm. So then we go to the group routine and we're starting out 
I, th I think Abby says, starting out a play on cheerleading. It's fun, it's hot, and it's artistic. And Jill is wearing a Muppet jacket. Please have a cocktail. Is it pink? Mm -hmm. No, that's at my house later, is it? Mm -mm. Oh, no. She wears it to my house too, because I comment yeah. when she's leaving my house. I'm like, nice pink jacket, Jill. Yeah. Pink fur. Well, she had it Ooh. on upstairs. It's a Muppet Who wears jacket. pink fur? Yeah. It's Muppet. It's a Miss Piggy coat. We got to slow down on them drinks, man. Well, I can't help it that they have made bad choices on this episode, Kelly. Blame them. I know. So then I'm at an interview and I'm saying that Paige starts out the dance on stage alone and that she's thrilled to be having a special part. Good. Jill's complaining, of course, because Kendall didn't get a special part. Oh. She wants a big part for Kendall. Well, because I said, here's Kendall's solo. And she was like, oh, and I was like, now settle down. It's small. And she's like, I don't want small parts. I want, I want big, a big parts. parts. Yeah. And then I'm like, Jill, Jill's complaining, you know, and I'm like. Jill's complaining because special Kendall got a special part, but I'm like, wait in line, girlfriend, get in line, get in line, get in line. And then I like, tell her she needs to work her way up from a background dance. <laughs> but that's true. It's like seniority, you know, yeah. I'm going with that. But then Kendall or Jill starts complaining because Maddie and Chloe are in the front and that they're always in the front. And is that what she always gets to look forward to? Is Kendall being in the back? Uh, yeah. Hello. We all do. That's the way it goes. Like, mm -hmm. you don't come into the group and automatically get in the front. Meanwhile, I no. think she is in the front. I, she is in the front. It's yeah. Different. Yes. She's well, I don't in know the front she, than in the back, Mia yeah. or Paige. Yeah. But she's saying how, you know, her kid can do everything they can do. Well, so can mine and Holly's. Exactly. But because that's they just hang the in way... the dance every week. <clears throat> right. Exactly. It's just how it goes. But it's bothering Jill that we think um, if Kendall gets the part that she's going to take place of one of our kids. And she's sick of that. Mm -hmm. Then then I tell her Kendall has had a solo in a trio. Mm -hmm. And she thinks that every kid should have something to do to make them feel good about themselves. Well, that's what I complain about every week, Joe. Yes. Yep. I don't even yep. care about the special part. Just don't make my kid feel like a piece of shit on the yeah, side of the road. You know, like <laughs> yeah. maybe to just right. say, you know, good job. You didn't screw up this week or something, you know, like we don't even get that usually. Oh, no, no. Um, but did you hear Melissa? She yeah, said she doesn't think she doesn't want to watch anymore. We don't, yeah. She doesn't think we should watch anymore because it's annoying to listen to everyone bitch when complain. Yeah. Well, because mm -hmm. she don't have anything to complain about. Right. And, and Jill's like, this is her hobby watching her kid dance. And do you see me pick up my red solo cup and take a chug? <laughs> I <laughs> like not. What is in that red solo cup? <laughs> <laughs> it's not I know it ain't pop. <laughs> yeah, it's not pop. That's for sure. <laughs> but Melissa yeah. likes to shop. She doesn't like yeah. to watch. But Kelly, do you remember when Melissa would come and sit and watch at the end of the night and she would be wearing her straight up leopard pajamas watching her kids in Acro? Yeah. She likes yeah. to watch. Absolutely. She just doesn't like watching when we have things to say. Exactly. But Melissa's in the interview and says that she's glad that um, Joe is speaking her mind, not being uh -huh. a doormat like we say she is. <sighs> You know, we said she was a doormat that one time because we had to fight her battle for Mackenzie yes, with Kathy and she, and she didn't stick up for it, but 
Melissa doesn't have reasons to speak up normally. No. And then she turns it into, she's the doormat that we walk all over. But Melissa was very smart about what she did on camera. Like she would do stuff off camera. And then when we confronted her on camera, it always made it look like we were mean. Just jealous or whatever. Yeah. 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 Look, I wish I was smart like that, but I was just like, this is my job. That's what I said. If I ever went back to do something again, I'd be way more smarter than I was. Sure. Don't react. Just sit back and let it go. Yeah. And do all your shady shit off camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Jill can't stand the candles in the back row. She needs to get what she deserves. So Jill says she's going into the dance room. (laughs) And she goes in and asks Gianna, you know, is the dance done yet? Um, and I don't think Gianna really responded. She just said that Jill kind of interrupted and said, Maddie, Kendall, or Maddie, Chloe, and Paige have a special part. Why doesn't Kendall, she's off of probation. Can you do something for Kendall? Yeah. And Gianna just kind of says she did like every other person and Jill tells her to see what Mm -hmm. she can do, you know, just get her a special part. For God's sake. Uh Uh-huh. But then we're in gym class and um abby comes over and asks gianna i I love how she says it what did that mother say yeah what what did that mother want like not what did jill want exactly (laughs) what did that that. mother what did that mother want she She says that all the time like not saying our names or that mother are you trying not to give us the name on tv what is exactly yeah but um, Gianna says that she wanted a special part for Kendall. And Abby says, you know, it's inappro- inappropriate to question a choreographer. Ugh. Well, it's also inappropriate to question how somebody parents. But you know what? That doesn't stop her. Exactly. Exactly. So then you say, I hope your daughter and Melissa, you say, I hope your daughter and Melissa's daughter didn't hear Jill talking about them in front of their dance teacher. Mm-hmm. or to their dance teacher yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she really said anything about the kids she no, just said I she wanted Kendall to have that. a special yeah. part but Jill says she wasn't talking about them and you say that Jill thinks Kendall is an amazing dancer like Anna Pavlova how do you say that Pavlova Pavlova God, yeah. I can't speak and mm-hmm. um that she doesn't realize that she walked into a studio that has a lot of talent it does. The girls true. are talented. <clears throat> yeah, they all are. That's why. Yes. She shouldn't expect to come in and just be put right at the top. Like no, no. Mm-mm. Then we go to my house, and I'm having oh, a party to welcome Brooke back. The first shot of me at your counter, I have so much food in my mouth. I look like a chipmunk. I am shoving food. I must have been starving. Anytime there's food, we all are like that because I don't it, like we had went we so many hours ate. without eating. Yes. yes. It was like, as soon as we saw food, we were like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let me add it. Let me add we it. We were hogs on TV. <clears throat> yeah. But you're an interview saying when Jill and Melissa walk in the atmosphere, it went from way up here to womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> And we, yeah, we tell Jill she looked bad asking for a special part. And um, Holly says 
on, in her interview, she thinks that um, Jill gift giving is ridiculous. And don't yeah. try to bribe your way, you know, do it the old fashioned way and work your way right. up to the top. Oh. And Jill, <laughs> Jill asks, you know, would you do that to get your daughter ahead? And me and you are like shaking our heads at no, I, I would never do that. I, as a matter of fact, I used to buy Abby Christmas presents mm-hmm. and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Like my mom used to make her trays of cookies because she, that's what oh, she Oh yeah, loves. I remember. And after it started getting that way with the whole gift thing with Jill and Gianna, I stopped giving gifts because I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm like bribing my kids way to the top. No way. There no is way. a scene and they never aired it. I think it was in season one at the recital because your mom had still made cookies then like for the recital yeah and there was a scene of abby standing in the uh like the auditorium with the cookie table just yeah eating cookies like just yeah. eating them yeah. in the dark eating them in the dark but she would be sitting there eating them telling me you do nothing for me mm-hmm. you know like i just brought you a whole table full of freaking cookies like but right. i don't i don't do anything for you whatever right. whatever so and, i just stopped doing things for her when your mom would cater, who your mom was the greatest caterer ever, it, yeah. she would bitch. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But me and you are shaking our heads and you tell Jill that she's just <laughs> like Melissa and will do anything to get their kids ahead. I don't know how Melissa never punched me because I'm such a bitch to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm zero, I am fucking ruthless to Melissa. Yeah. I don't know how she never punched me, but whatever. Yeah. But Melissa says you need to ask Abby and you say in your interview that Melissa works at the front desk to get Maddie privates. Mm-hmm. And you tell Melissa that she, she does anything that Abby wants. And Melissa yes. says, no. And when, when people come to her and ask for privates and stuff that she passes that information on to Abby. And I love Holly. Holly just uh-huh. sits there and is shaking her head like, no. That's and then not she goes, no. Yeah, no. And then in Holly's interview, she says that Melissa and Abby are friends. Mm-hmm. And that is the root of the tension between all the moms. And I sure. agree with that 100%. Yes. And Melissa always did things like, I mean, I can't, I don't want to get into all of this because I don't want to start trouble. But there was so much stuff that happened before the show. Uh, like, insane stuff that if we talked about, we probably would get sued. And that's the stuff that I'm talking about. Like, and I'm not just talking about like, oh, I'm working at your front desk. I'm talking about major things. Yeah. And I say that you do everything to get her ahead. And Melissa says, no. And I say, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and Holly says everyone should be treated fairly. And that you say, exactly. And Mel, Melissa does everything in her power to get ahead. Yeah. And and Jill says that Melissa shouldn't have to defend herself for what she gives Abby for her kids. And it's it's not that she really has to defend herself, but live up to it. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't, yes. Like, if if that's the way you are, then just say, yes, I'll give Abby whatever she wants to get my kids ahead. And just like, we'll say we won't. You know, don't deny it that, that that's yes. what you do. I, I think that was all of our points. There. Exactly. Because I can almost 
respect Jill more because she's just like, yeah, I'm going to do what I need. But Melissa always denied it. And that's where I was like, just own up to it. And she would always deflect and say it was Abby. Yeah. And you say, you make sure no one else has a chance because of all the things you do. And Melissa says, oh, please. That's why she didn't want that, you know, oh, please. And then she says, that's why she didn't want to come to my house Mm -hmm. that she's leaving. And once again, and you say it, you're deflecting. She, Mm -hmm. she deflects as soon as something comes in the conversation that is true Mm -hmm. and isn't in her favor. She wants to leave. So she leaves and you said you knew she would leave because she was deflecting. And Melissa says she doesn't argue because she's not like you. (laughs) I say, thank God, like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you're not like her. No, and, I'm not. You know, but look, Jill you could, you could look at it one way or the other. Like Melissa's kids are clearly successful. So maybe I should have been more like her, but I also feel that I've really stuck by like what I thought was morally right. So yeah, yeah. you know, I agree. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but then they show me saying, get out. Yeah. Well, uh, Jill says she can't believe that I am letting this happen. Is this how I throw a party? And that's when they go to you get out. But, but I it's you saying that, but it's you saying it, but I think it was like maybe cut to just, yes. you we're saying something more than get out. And they just cut it to the get out. Or maybe I was saying something to like the producer. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back 
every single day after dance moms. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. There's like, get out of here or get out or, uh, I mean, or I said, get out or something. I don't think I said to Melissa, get out like it showed me. I just don't. And it didn't even, it seemed like it was cut. Yeah. Jill thinks that I am shoving food in my mouth. And that's when I I am too. I shove a little bit of like dip on my cracker with my finger, which I'm sure is not proper etiquette because I think (laughs) I'm that out coming up. But I'm like, so I'm clearly hungry. Yeah. Um, But Jill thinks that we should be the same as Melissa. And we say we're not willing to do that. And um, you say that Jill is telling you what to do. And you tell Jill to get out. She's the new girl. (laughs) <laughs> so is this the first time I kick people out of your house? Cause I know, it's I think, it, I has. think it's the first, yes. <laughs> but you say how it's amazing how things change when you're off of probation. Mm-hmm. Then they show Jill and Melissa shopping at flirt boutique. Which and Jill they... shopping is truly her natural habitat. Uh, yes. Yes. But they say that they love to shop and that they want to vent that they were both very upset about last night. And Jill tells Melissa, you know, um, I stormed out just like you did. Mm-hmm. And Melissa says that we're just rude mm-hmm. and that Christy yells at me all the time. Okay. And we show Melissa's an interview saying that we were supposed to have fun, but we had to attack her over her nine-year-old daughter. And we're just jealous. Mm-hmm. And yep. Jill goes to interview saying Christy and Kelly going up on Melissa and she lets them and she's not going to let us do that to her. I wasn't ganging up on Melissa. I don't even think I even said anything. No, no. I, I don't know how I always get clumped into that because the time when we were at your house for lunch and mm-hmm. no, you, you and didn't Holly, say a word. You and Holly were saying things to her and I never said a word to her. I'm there Mm -hmm. and I agree, but I have not really ever said a freaking word to her. Because it's easy just to say they do it. Yeah. But I did not once again say nothing. Mm -mm. Jill uh, Jill said specifically, Christy and Kelly gang Mm -hmm. up on Melissa. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, wait, did you see when Melissa puts on a necklace, Jill goes, I don't love that. (laughs) 
I died. Yeah. yeah. But while they're doing all that, Melissa says that they're not jealous much. Meaning, oh, I heard her. That, that yeah. we're not jealous much. And Jill says that it's obvious and yeah. that she knows Melissa will do what it takes to get her kids on the top. And she has no reason not to trust her. And then she asked Melissa if she's coming this weekend. Like, that uh, was a stupid question. Like, we have to come this weekend. If, if it's an option, I'm not coming. Yeah, same. Same. But I also love that Jill says, uh, or Melissa says, I think we're going to be friends for a long, long time. Yeah. But she asked if Melissa's going. Melissa says, absolutely. And Jill says, do not ever let them push you out. Oh, never. Yeah. And Jill said, that's when Melissa says, she really likes Jill and th- she thinks it's going to be a long friendship. Mm-hmm. Now we have one day to competition and we're working and on Jill it. is wearing fur again. Jill, mm-hmm. guess I got a drink. Look, my lips are purple. Oh, mine are going to be numb soon. <laughs> Grandma yay in the middle of the day. Oh, that rhymes. Grandma yay in the middle of the day. The day. Woo! That's our new little slogan for you. You yeah. can wear a t-shirt. Yeah. So we're rehearsing Mackenzie's solo and um, Kenzie says in her interview that she would like to be in the group dance, but she really likes her solo. And as she's rehearsing, Abby claps for her. Abby was like in the mood to clap this um, rehearsal. Yes. She clapped for Brooke and now she's clapping for Kenzie. But this is a different rehearsal. And this time she's wearing a fabulous glitter headband. So you better get your drink out. Blame Abby. Don't hate the player, hate the game, Cal. Yeah. So Kenzie's done practicing and she nailed the routine. And Abby starts to cry and says, uh, it just reminds her of why she does what she does. <laughs> and that Mackenzie made her cry. And Kenzie goes interview. I made I made Abby cry because I danced so good. Mm-hmm. Abby says, not many make, people make me cry when they dance. So it must have been really good. And she says that Kenzie's not a baby anymore. She is now a dancer. Mm. Then we go to Brooke's solo. She talks to different kids. Well, well, you heard what she just said to her. Now we go to Brooke's solo. I know. And Abby's like, you came back after two weeks and lost all your flexibility. Oh, I don't know. Brooke was pretty much bent in half. The whole solo. I don't know how much of her flexibility she lost, but whatever. Whatever. But then she does go to interview and say that I'm glad Brooke's back, but I'm not going to let her off easy. Mm-hmm. And Brooke says she has a lot of pressure on her with her solo and being a role model. And she says, I just want to be me and dance. She, she mm-hmm. just doesn't, she doesn't really want to be a role model. She Brooke enjoys and, and in those um, YouTube videos I was watching she, she said that again. She's like, like somebody asked her if um, she missed dance and stuff or would she go back to it? And she said, I would like to go back to dance and just dance and maybe perform on stage for my mom. Not, Aww. yeah, it almost made me cry. Yeah, because and she's just like, you know, I, I, she didn't like the pressure and all that craziness. She just likes to perform. And I guess I was her biggest fan so that's why she's gonna perform from her mommy yeah but um so abby says um this is me using you using you what does that mean i'm using you 
you're going to go on stage and amaze everyone in the acro category and win. Okay, no pressure there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you cried and made Mackenzie feel really good about her solo. And yeah, then and then this one, you better win. Yeah. yeah, but this was very nice. She said that um, Brooke is still a very important part of the team, and but that depends on her performance at Starbound. And Gianna and Abby are talking, and Jill interrupts and says she has a surprise. This surprise just made me want to puke. I don't know about me you. Me too. The whole I have thing. So many of it. questions, Kelly. Just okay, we'll get into thing. it. Yeah, my ears are killing me today for some reason. Oh my oh, god! Probably because I, you know what? I filmed before this. I've been. I've had these on my ears since nine o'clock this morning. Oh so yeah, your ears are sweating. are really hurting. Um, I might go get my ears double pierced today. Oh yeah, why? Yeah, I don't know. You're I feeling young. Good. Yeah. I might. Okay. I'm in the French Quarter. I, I got one up here. Like, yeah, I want to do one up there, but I'm in it the hurt. French Quarter and I don't want a tattoo. So you're piercing it is. There you go. Send me pictures. Yeah. I will. I'll send you a video. Okay. <laughs> so Jill interrupts Abby and Gianna with a surprise that she got them <laughs> massages. And <laughs> I, yeah, I just want to puke. And, and the thing that makes me want to puke the most is when Gianna says, no one else has done this for us. Uh, no, no because you it's gross i need to know how they undressed and got under the sheets who saw who and, naked exactly yes, yes. and it's There's, gross and I they are in there yes yeah and i wouldn't want to see either one of them naked no well and, and they did it in the same room like it's like a couple's massage like although kelly you and I have had a massage in this same we, we had, remember that big undies they gave us that we had underwear and stuff on? Do you remember them underwear? underwear? They were like, they were like Abby underwear. They gave us Abby underwear. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and I'm looking at you because we're looking at each other. And you said you felt her jump up on the table like a cat. And then she, she did. Started, and then she started tickling your ass with her hair. But that was the best massage I ever had. Oh my God. I want to go back there so bad and get that same girl. She like was kneeling on me, taking her knee, digging it into my back with all of her might. It was so good. So good. So you can't really rip on Abby and Gianna for having a co-massage because we've had one. We have, but we have, I don't know. I just, I just got to look at a room undressed seems a little different than Gianna. We had stuff on though. We had Abby underpants. Yeah, but they covered <laughs> us up. I didn't see any of your goodies. Thank God. Yeah, my goodies are off limits. <laughs> my goodies are no viewing allowed. <laughs> so Gianna tells Abby, you know, nobody has done this for us. And Joe says that it was Kendall's idea. And Abby says to Gianna, put Kendall in the front row. And Jill's like, that's perfect. My question is, is why on God's green earth is Jill sitting in there while they're getting it? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But Jill, you know what the name of this episode is going to be? What? Naked massages. Ew. (laughs) We weren't naked. We weren't naked. We weren't naked. No, no, we weren't, but they might have been. 
Um, okay, Ugh. so Abby goes to interview and says Jill is doing all the right things, but it doesn't make Kendall a better dancer. She's but, such a bitch. <laughs> but but she said the sentence before it put her in the front row. Yeah, exactly. Because of it. So I guess you don't have to be a better dancer. You just need to get her the right things to be in the front row. With a hot massage guy, because he exactly. was cute. Yeah. But Jill says that tells them this could be a regular thing <laughs> in return for good things that happened for Kendall. And me, you and Holly are in the studio and we're just saying to each other, like, why is the studio so empty? Like, where's Jill mm-hmm. and Melissa? And we're looking around and here where? comes Jill where? out of the studio. Yeah. Where? Here comes Jill out of the studio. And you're like, were you having a private? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I wish. <sighs> and Jill does not want to tell us what's going on in that it's room. It's none of your business. Yeah. So you go and you look in and <laughs> what a big surprise for your eyes. It was a huge surprise for my, yeah. my eyes set on fire. I was like, my yeah. eyes, my eyes. <laughs> yeah. And you say that Jill has taken gift giving to a whole new level. Am and, I wrong? Do you detect a lie? Uh, no, not at all. Right. Gross. So then me and Holly go and we have to peek in. Like you could have warned us that like, I didn't. it is not good for the eyes. Nope. If I had to experience it, so did you. Yeah. But Jill tells us that it wasn't our business. And Jill's in, or Holly goes in the interview and says that Jill's trying to buy her way up the pyramid. Um, and she's new. She has to pay her dues again. And Jill says, you know, Holly, this bothers you because you're an absentee mom. I cannot believe that my she mouth said that. literally went like this today. Not even back then. My mouth went like yeah. this. Like when she said that things about Peyton at the beginning of the episode, my mouth dropped. Now this really made my mouth drop about Holly. Yes. Yes. That's that. Is that where I took the picture of Holly's face? Mm -hmm. I can't remember where this, I think this has to be where I took the picture of Holly's face. Yeah. Yes. But I I was just like, I, and I think me and you are like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) we were, we were, we were like, I mean, you have to say with Jill, she will effing go there. Like she goes there and you're like, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. But Holly says in her interview that um, she doesn't need reprimanded from Jill for her attendance. She does what (laughs) she has to do for her kids. And Holly always did what Nia needed done. I mean, she wasn't always there at the beginning, but. She, she, Nia was always where she needed to be and had what she needed to have. And exactly, you know, if she didn't, we were there for her. You know, we were yeah. the the other moms. You know, it takes a village, a village to raise a kid. Yes, so we were always there. But um, you say that we don't have to cheat to get ahead, and Jill says she doesn't think this is cheating. And you say that you you know some crazy dance moms. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone always blames us for being crazy. And I'm like, ah, no. Yeah. Well, you say that Jill and Melissa are at a whole nother level. Yes. And I would agree with that. And I say, um, I I, died when I said, said, if I came up with the idea, I still wouldn't do it. No, no. Your next, your next interview. Just I think go. When Jill came out of the studio. Yeah. She was, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I 
I forgot. So I said, if I came up with it, I would never do it. And then I say, I think Jill, when she first came to the studio, was taking some medication and she ran out. I cannot believe you said that on television. I, I did not say that. They told me to say that. I know that for sure. Because I would have never, I like, I never took like, like pills and stuff like that. Like, I, I would have never thought of that. That was definitely like a Brian kind of thing to say, because Brian was always into that looking to see what people were taking and stuff. I'm going to take a drink on that note, just because I can't believe I said that. I fucking died when I just heard you say that. I was like, I can't believe that. Yeah. I mean, we said I, I would not have said shit that. on TV. That was wild. I, I would not have said that. But I believe I you. Did. I, do I believe did, you. obviously. That was probably one of the days that I'm like, okay, just let me leave. What do I have to Please, say? I'll say whatever what you do want. I have to the, say? There was a mom who came, which when when we see her episode, oh, we can talk I about remember it. remember her with the drugs. a fistful of drugs. Yeah. She was like, you need Xanax. She's like, this is yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. She should have gave me some because I needed some. I think I shared with you. I don't remember. It was just Xanax. Remember her like shoving remember. them in my hand? She's like, yeah. Disease. She's like, this is yeah. horrific. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking about that on here. That's probably wrong. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Well, I, I thought this was the best thing. I, you know, I get the thing about the, the drugs, but then Jill says that if you're okay with Chloe being second and you oh. were so pissed, pissed off, you are in her face. You better yes, I not am. say that again. You I was like pissed. a ragey, scary, pointy bitch. You were pissed. Because but who the hell tells you your kid's second? Like, okay, my kid's second, but yours is like third or fourth. So like, whatever. And the thing about it was, is like, I think what pissed me off is that, and this is the underlying whatever of dance moms, is that Chloe wasn't always second. They just made it out to be that way. None of them were always second or third or fourth uh, or fifth. Right. And it was just, just like, on the show. So I yeah. was just pissed off. And so then I was a raging nightmare. Well, again, and the, she said that and you knew it was going to air. And that's why it pissed you off because it isn't yeah. true. And again, they're saying something that isn't true. And then she's sitting there like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love that saying remind me that don't you ever say that again yeah remind me that when we come back to (laughs) your favorite lines yeah so then we're Um, on the bus oh there's a lot happening jill's wearing fur and abby's wearing a headband so double drink shit i'm gonna be drunk i'm gonna be out of drinks i cannot get a refill of this oh well i don't want to walk back to lafitte yeah so Abby, we're on the bus and Abby says there's going to be a really tough competition in Long Island, New Jersey, or New York, Long Island, New York. And Abby's telling the brush driver he's going the wrong way. He should not be on the turnpike. Oh. And he's like, the GPS is telling me where to go. And he's like, the GPS is not paying you. And I'm like, uh, neither are you, Abby. The show is. Yeah. <laughs> You're not paying me either. So shut up. I like when she's like, I'm Abby Lee Miller. You listen to me. Yeah. You listen to me, not the GPS. I'm Abby Lee Miller. Nobody we are cares. all so annoyed. Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares. Nope. Not um, one person. 
But then she goes to interview and says she she's absolutely positive <laughs> that she could do a better job driving to New York than the bus driver. I think she should have went on her own and drove her own car there. It would have been me perfect. too. Yeah. And how about me? We're getting off the bus and I'm telling my kids, Paige, grab that bag. <laughs> grab this. I You're there with you. 15 million bags. And I'm like, tell my kids to get, get money. That's so funny. I didn't hear yeah. it. So you're in an interview saying that we need to be on our A game. Blah, and, blah, blah. Yes. And Jill, we're in the dressing room and Jill is having Kendall stretch, even though she doesn't have a solo or a trio or a Which special she part definitely on lets the team us know that. Week. Yes. But that's why she came because she's being part of the team. Uh, Meanwhile, we go every, I go every week without having special yeah. parts. So does Holly. So welcome to the group. Yeah. But Jill tells Abby that she's so busy working with everyone else. Uh, when can Kendall be more a part of the team? And Abby tells Kendall to tell her mom to knock it off. That but she's I going hate to that. get her in trouble. I hate when she does that. I yeah. hate that so much. Yeah. Leave the kids out of it, Abby. Like fight yeah. like a grown up. Yeah. And Abby says in the interview, just because Kendall's off of probation, it's not a free for all for Jill to give her opinion. <laughs> and Joe starts getting pretty testy here. Yes, she does. She's like, when are you going to do Kendall's headpiece? Or work, when are you dying. going to do Kendall's, you know, worry about her costume? Jill, like, get used to it. She's right. not going to. Like, I've been there for 30 years and she still doesn't worry about my kid's headpiece or running their dance. Like, nope. you've been here three weeks. She's not going to worry about it. Get nope. used to it. Get used to it. But see, Jill covers her ass. She doesn't say about, she just puts it in general. When yeah. are you going to worry about her headpiece? She doesn't say, why are you working on Maddie's? Like, see, yeah. me and you will. will yes. Single that yeah. out, and she just put it as the group. That's why people don't say, "Oh, well, she's jealous of Maddie," but yes. that's who she was talking about. Yeah, she sure as hell wasn't working with any of ours. No, and you point that out. You say she's yeah. not doing my kids' headpiece. Yeah, and I said Brooks solo is one number after Kenzie's, and she isn't running her number, and she didn't look at her mm-hmm. headpiece or anything. And Jill's like, "You should be happy your kid <laughs> has a solo." And I, I tell, her, tell her to shut up. up. I do because you know, like I have two kids, and just because Brooke had a solo, Paige hasn't had a solo or a trio or whatever in how many weeks? I I died when you, you said know? shut up, and she's like, shut up. She's like, no, you did not. Oh uh, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, um, she, she says that I'm always it. arguing. You know who should have who should complain about having solos and whatever. And I just say, Jill never stops talking. She's always butting in where she doesn't belong. <laughs> I love when you said she never stops talking. I died. She doesn't. She doesn't. No. And like, keep in mind, people, that she she does a lot of talking that you don't see because yes. they, they cut all that out. Yes. Yes. But um, so she says that Brooke was the, wasn't even here last week and she has a solo that I should be happy that she got a solo. And, you know, <sighs> I'm, I'm not really happy that Brooke has a solo this week because, because the only it, reason Brock got a, so, got a solo is because she has to prove herself and Abby wants mm-hmm. to put the pressure on her. It's not, Brooke did not get a solo because 
Brooke was fabulous or Brooke, mm-hmm. you know, was at the top of the pyramid it, she, or it was, yeah, yes, it, was, it, it was, was, you got a solo because I want to be a bitch to you this week and you need right. to prove yourself. And yeah. that's when I do the same bitching Kelly and everyone's like, you're never happy. And I'm like, because yeah. it's not a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But did you hear Abby? She's like, there's no making her happy. Yeah. She doesn't want, she don't, I don't want them to be good or at the top. I, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Get out. Yeah. But um, I thought it was funny that the competition girl comes in in the middle of all the arguing and she's like, ah, yeah, like, let I, me take the girls out. She probably heard us all. Yeah. Or maybe or a producer sent her in. I'm just that thinking. Maybe. Absolutely. Because nobody ever no. wants them to go give to kids. No. I mean, if you're not there for your thing, you miss your time. You miss your time. They don't. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. come in looking for you, but whatever. Um, so she comes in and takes the girls out and. Abby's interview saying, I'm like, this is where she says about she's comparing Kenzie to Maddie at this age. And Melissa says they're different people. And Abby says they're sisters that Kenzie should step it up. Which I totally disagree with. That. I, t- I do too. I think that's, and, and I'm so glad that Melissa says that because mm-hmm. a lot of times Melissa doesn't nope. stand up and she, and she really, she says Mackenzie's seven. And I think she, Used to do it for fun, but I think now she really wants to be a good dancer. Mm-hmm. And so that's good. But and Abby says dances in the audience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but Abby is in an interview and says, Kenzie did a great job and she thinks that she's going to win. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Brooke's solo and Brooke goes to interview again, saying there's a lot of pressure on her and she's going to give it her all. We have Abby saying she needs to prove herself mm-hmm. to Abby and to the team uh, that she's going to give 110% and that she wants to win. Mm. And Abby really needs to blow her nose. <laughs> In that interview, she sounds like she really Nasally. needs a tissue. Yeah. Somebody oh, needs gross. to give her a tissue. Yeah. Gross. So then, okay. Are you going to talk about Brooke Solo? What about it? I have she's a question. Okay. Was that the real music? Because it sounded I like I it, was riding Space Mountain. Yeah, and, and the dance, like it, it was horrible. That it, music it was horrible. Was terrible. The whole it thing was that. The whole like thing was horrible. Space Mountain. The whole thing was horrible. No, I don't think it was the right music, and it didn't go with it. It was just a mess. I, that was well. A I thought her and the parts of the dance. That, oh, I didn't. No, I, I didn't at all. No. The only thing I saw her stumble on was like when she pulls her leg into the scorpion and like switches, like she's stuck going into her split for like three milliseconds. That's the only thing I saw wrong. Yeah. I I thought her two aerials were good. No. Okay. I believe you. I didn't like any of it, but whatever. But Abby said she was glad she took Brooke back, um, but this was not her best performance. And I agree with that. And and I'm fine with her saying that it wasn't her best performance, but you know, you don't have to torture her. She, whatever. I'm just going to keep going. Okay. So we go to the solo words and Kenzie got first and Kenzie says she was very happy. She won. She thinks she's going to win a lot like Maddie. Mm-hmm. And Abby said that um, Kenzie made Abby very happy today. Um, she jumped over a big hurdle and we'll follow in Maddie's footsteps. And Brooke got mm-hmm. third. And oh, sorry, that's on my back. Okay, yes. 
Um, Brooke got third and I'm in the interview saying that Abby said Brooke had to win. And if she's not happy with Brooke getting third, then she should replace her. Like, go ahead. Like, do us all a favor. Yeah. Brooke really doesn't want to be there to begin with. So, um, but Brooke's saying she got third instead of first. And she's n- nervous that Abby will tell her that she's not good enough for the ALDC. But, but we're all in the um, dressing room, like, wahooing. And, you know, and she comes in and she gives Kenzie a hug and tells Brooke she thinks she could have won. If she didn't dance so dance. far ahead. Now we need to explain that to people. Yes, yes. I have that note. But first, before when Abby first walked in the room and she goes, Woohoo! Chloe is rehearsing Avalanche. And when Abby walks in and goes, Woohoo! As Chloe's turning, she goes, Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. But then Abby <sighs> says, Brooke, I think you danced well. Had you not danced two hours before everyone else, you could have won. And then she yeah. goes, if you gave 100%, but that was the problem. Do you want me to explain or go ahead? Go ahead. Yeah. Cause I've been talking the whole time. So go ahead. You yeah. say the biggest thing is that when you dance, it really, a big, huge thing about the scores is when you dance compared to your competition. And so if you're watching some people and like, they're in the same age category and you're dance, you're watching, you're watching, you're watching. And it's like, not good, not good, not good, not good. Or the same, the same, the same. And then somebody exemplary comes out, you score them higher. Brooke, because- But that's why they do the categories. That's why like everybody who's 11 to 13 dance together, seven to nine dance together. So you're comparing apples to apples because Brooke danced right after Mackenzie, who is a baby, but then she didn't dance against her older people. And- so there's nothing to compare her there's to. Nothing to compare it. So to. when you judge two hours earlier, you think, oh, I can't give say a 98 yes. because, because there might be somebody great or yes. what if all of them yes. are great. And yes. so that's why it was so important that our kids dance in their own age category. And the later you danced, the better, the better. Because yeah. they were Brooke watching danced one number after Mackenzie. because of filming time like because we had to have it all filmed and you know together we could wait four more hours Mm -mm. for age category so that's and that does make a huge 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 it makes all the difference in the world and if you really listen abby says that she's like you were two hours before everyone else but then she would have interview and she's like well she could have won if she gave a hundred percent and that's what what i said earlier a few weeks ago your interviews after you already perform so it it, that made total sense uh, of all that but and abby probably knew she wasn't going to score well if she went early early and and i don't think they wanted her to score well because she came back after two weeks off right like it wouldn't be like oh you came back and you were amazing yeah so you always want to dance late you always want to dance against the people that are in your category it's just, yeah. it, you score better. And yeah. honestly, as the show went on, we would dance right before awards. We would always be the last dancers, whether it be the solos before the first awards break or the group before the final awards. And everyone's always like, oh, they fixed competitions for you to win. No, they didn't. We danced last and our kids had great technique. And so they always scored well 
because yeah. every, they had yes, watched they everybody else yeah. and they were like, yeah. no, these girls are great. Yep. So totally think it, that people don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So Abby says, um, she's getting the group dance ready. Yeah. She's getting the group dance ready and she tells them to close their midsections, tuck in your derriere and use your legs to jump, not your center. And then she goes understood. And they're like, yes, Miss Hannigan. (laughs) (laughs) But we have an hour till the group number. And she's not sure they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And she needs a touch up on her makeup. Cannot even with that. Oh, so she's like looking and she's like, Jill, if it'll make you happy, if it makes you feel good, I'll borrow lipstick from you. And Jill's like, would you like me to put it on for you? <laughs> make me cute. And we are bitching in a little whispery girl group. Oh, yes. Like, ugh. So you say Jill's trying to get the featured part next week. And if gifts don't work, maybe helping will. And Jill rolls her eyes. And then you're in interview. So now Jill is Abby's official makeup fixture. If it's, and it's like putting putting makeup on a pig. pig. Lipstick on a pig. Oh, I thought you said makeup on a pig. No, lipstick on a pig. I hate me right now. (laughs) I thought it was pretty damn funny. I am a bitch. <laughs> but then Abby asked Jill for powder. I know. It wasn't good enough with the lipstick. She had to get powder. And Melissa said, and, who's oh, kissing this, whose this, butt now? I, I think this was one of the best lines ever, too. So who's kissing whose butt now? And laughs. And then she cackles. <laughs> yeah, but she knew. She knew that that was really funny because usually it's her kissing her ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. I thought it was so, funny when Jill said she's watching me roll my eyes and I can let my my eyes roll right out of my head. <laughs> there you go. She's doing what she needs to do for her child. So you can roll them all you want, Christy. I can. And you're like, what's going on? Jill's like, you mean you, <laughs> you mean when you badgered me and Melissa out of Kelly's house? Oh, for God's sakes. And you're like, is it a full moon? Yeah. <laughs> Paige is looking at you like you're crazy. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> you're like, I didn't badger anyone. And it wasn't just me. And as, as you're like saying that, Jill interrupts you. And um, you say, can I speak? And Jill's like, everyone be quiet. Christy speaking. <laughs> and you're like, be quiet. Shut up. How, how does that feel? Should I be quiet? Shut up. I'm like, and meanwhile, you weren't even the one that told her to shut up. I was. Nope. nope. But I said she needs a sh. She says, no one ever lets me, never, Jill never lets anyone speak. She doesn't ever shut up. And I think that was you that said that. So yeah, uh, you I said, I said that before and now you said it. Mm-hmm. Um, you say Jill is new to the team. If she's going to make it, she needs to sh. I agree. Sh- so then Gianna takes the girls and they rehearse in the hallway. Thank God she takes the girls out of there. Yeah. I hate yeah. when the girls are around for that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But Abby says she doesn't know what's going on, but it upsets the kids and we need to fix it. Um, we think we're advocating for our kids, but they don't want their moms fighting with their dance teacher. And, and Melissa, Melissa agrees. Because yeah, she don't have anything to argue with her dance teacher about. Mm-mm. We do. 
Yes, correct. Are you going to talk about Abby's pep talk next? Her what? The most Abby's pep talk, the most terrifying pep talk ever. Uh, we have 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Go a ahead. lot of people don't know what they're doing. These kids have been practicing since August. You need to go out and win. Mm-hmm. But that <laughs> is true, though. Every time we danced, we were competing against people who had learned their dances in August. And yeah. we learned ours in four days. Yeah. Like that was hard for those kids. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but then she says, we didn't fir- place first last week. She knows the kids really want to win. And Abby tells the kids, it doesn't matter if your part is big or small. If you're on Broadway, you step on stage and you own it. It's and they're like, just staring at her. Yeah. And Maddie comes in her interview and she says that she's happy that Brooke is back and that she thinks the avalanche dance will win. And Paige, then we go to the dance and Paige opens doing her back tuck. Mm-hmm. And Abby actually had like a nice expression on her face during yeah, that. I saw that. Like to the music. Like, yeah, she was into that. Yeah. Um, and you say, you don't get the dance. You know, they come out sassy. Now they're choking themselves. And like, you missed that memo. <laughs> I, I agree. And then my thing was, okay, you said about the, the, yeah, the robot and the sat or the sassy and the choking, but did you see the robot shit at the yes, end? Yes, I wrote I'm robot like, at the end, but wait, like, what is the, that? They did the eye circle. Yeah. But that was kind of an inside joke because yeah. they always did that. But yeah, yeah. the robot. I literally wrote, what is this robot shit at end? I don't remember <laughs> them doing that at the end. That was really like, weird. All of them. Yeah. They're all uh, like roboting. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Abby weird. was very happy. She was screaming and clapping in the audience. Yeah. And she said in her interview, they did a very nice job, but they could always have more energy. But yeah. Um, Paige has an interview and she said that she thought she did good. She didn't mess anything up. I thought she stole Jill's best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a drink to that. My little page and some fur. Yeah, a little fur vest. I mean, look, it was 2011. We all were fur vest. Yeah. Oh, God, my ears. So then we go to the group awards and we got second place. And they look oh, terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And Abby's in her interview and she says that we're in New York and those kids have heart and soul for dance. Some of her kids have it and some of them don't, but they better get it really quick. And then they show me and sitting next to Abby in the audience. And as they're doing the awards, I'm like cracking my knuckles. I think I'm getting ready for the, like ready to knock her shit out. It just comes three seasons later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why am I cracking my knuckles? But so we go back to the dressing room and the moms and the kids are all cheering and we're all saying good job. And Abby comes in huffing. Oh, and she says um, that it's the second week we didn't win. And this is her Abby's favorite saying, which I hate this saying. Um, Second Second is the first first to lose. You're the biggest loser on the stage. And that's not happening to the ALDC. You just need to be better dancers. Mm -hmm. Who says second is the first to lose? Like most kids would be so 
happy, happy to win and second. I love that she's like, you need to lose big or win big or go home. Okay. If yeah. somebody were eighth, she'd be like, you're eighth. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, second is like an honor to most people. Like, I mean, there's right. always somebody better than you usually, you know what I mean? So uh, if you get second, it, I just, I don't know. I think second's a good thing. Yeah. I don't think I don't it's know. the first to lose. Yeah. Well, Holly says in her interview, coming in second is not losing. They did their best and it just wasn't enough today. Yeah. So then Abby. Hi, maybe, maybe weird, wild, just a thought. Maybe the robot choreography wasn't the best. Wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. 100%. But Abby asked us what, how we thought they did. And Jill says she thought Uh, they did really good, but it wasn't, wasn't good, good enough. enough. And that's depressing. Mm-hmm. And that's when Abby says you either win big or lose big. You don't be second. Uh, mm-hmm. So then Abby asks about our earlier arguments and stuff in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And Holly says, there's a vibe in the room and something is out of sync. She said, she, like, we're just not connected or co- cohesive. And it's very apparent to everyone. Is could it be us, Cal? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But Jill, Abby says to Jill, "You're not on probation anymore, and you're complaining about parts." And Abby Lee Miller was not put on this earth to make her kids feel special. It's to get those kids to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So tw- now, this is the second time in this episode we learned that Abby Lee Miller is not put on this earth to make our kids special, and. But Abby Lee Miller is put on this earth to give GPS directions. Yes. I think from this point forward, you and I should only speak about ourselves in third person. Yeah. <laughs> Christy okay. Lukasiak. Yeah. Has to walk up the street yeah. in just a minute to go look yeah. at her house. Kelly, so, what are you doing? Uh, not doing much. Okay, Jill. Abby says in the interview, Jill just put herself back on probation. And if she opens her mouth again, she will be out the door, never to be seen or heard from again. That sounds like a serial killer to me. Yes. Yes. Abby can't stand the bickering. If um, someone has to leave the team to make it cohesive, then she's willing to have that happen. I mean, I'll volunteer. I'll volunteer. (laughs) But this was another great line. And we need to go back to the week Jill first came and we were asking her why she came to the oh, studio. Oh, yeah. She left because, a great studio. Because yeah. right here she says, I left a great studio that I was, was perfectly happy, happy where, I, where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, then why did you leave? And know. it goes right back to where you said she came to be on the TV show. Because she it's, was very happy where she was. Yeah. She did not leave to come for the dancing. She came because Being of the TV, TV. show. Yeah. 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 But I like that she's tried to get along and we beat her down and she's sick of it. Do you mean like when you were asking Holly why Nia was above Kendall or that Chloe was number two or Brooke didn't deserve to be on top of the pyramid? Yeah. Is that when she was trying to get along? I guess. But she she says then that she's here to take care of Kendall Mm -hmm. and that you say that we are a very cohesive team. And Jill's like, maybe I don't fit in here. Um, you just don't understand how hard it is to come in with four very strong personalities and Abby. 
and no one gave her or Kendall any credit for wanting to be part of the team. All we do is come down on her for trying to make Kendall more a part of the team. Mm. But she's not trying to make Kendall part of the team. She's trying to make Kendall the star. Yes. Yes. Like, we want Kendall to be part of the team, but. And I think that's obvious. We're very welcoming to Kendall. And I think that we were fine-ish. I'm not going to be like, oh, we were so welcoming, but we didn't start really coming down on Jill until she started saying shitty stuff about our kids. Yeah. And, and trying to buy Abby and whatever. Oh my God. But Jill, the the ending of it is Jill saying that we're pushing, we're trying to push her out the door, but she's not going anywhere. And we find out she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't hang in there. Oh, I didn't like this episode. Why? You were Oh, I was a bitch. I didn't think so. At your house. Ew, I was kicking people out. Maybe at my house. Maybe at my house it wasn't appropriate. You throwing people out of my house, but you you (laughs) continue to do it in the next uh, more episodes. I'm going to say this is a four drinker for me because I didn't like it. I thought it was a bitch. Yeah. God, I don't know. I I would say maybe a two for me. I don't know. Okay, I mean, that's it, fair. It, it, it was hard for me to watch Brooke have to beg to come back when that Ugh. was like not her decision, you know? So that was hard. It was hard but for I me think to she watch handled it well. a place called Flowers in the Attic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Brooke handled it pretty well, though. Yeah. I mean, for being that young and to, I mean, most of the moms won't go and confront Abby one-on-one like at lunch like that and Brooke did that and so I give her a lot of credit for that yeah so I do um, too but I also think that Abby loved Brooke and I think Brooke kind of knew that oh absolutely I well I always say I mean Abby and my kids had a great thing Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's starting to get worse as it goes on but but yeah I mean I yeah Brooke I don't think Brooke would have ever did it if they didn't have the relationship that they have yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Bottom of the pyramid for outfits. I'm thinking Jill's fake fur. Oh. Or, you know, Mel- Melissa had a fake fur vest on. I saw that. Leopard. Yeah. That was pretty bad too. I put, it, I put both of those. It had a hood. Yeah. yeah I it put was both bad. of those down. All right. I, that was pretty bad. Top of the pyramid so for outfits. No, I didn't really, I wasn't crazy about any of my outfits this week. I Actually, like- I, I had a white jacket on with that black and white yes. striped tube top I like that yeah I did like that but I don't even know where that is I don't even remember purchasing that I and like I don't own it I, I thought looked. it looked pretty yeah I didn't so. like what I was wearing although I like I mean I like a turtleneck with like a fluffy hairdo and hoops like it was fine but yeah. I would never put myself at the top of the pyramid but I liked yeah. your blazer so maybe that Definitely right. not any of Abby's headbands. She'll no. Okay. I'm going to say maybe your white, your white blazer. What about favorite lines of the episode? I have um, putting lipstick on the pig. I have. That's um, me. What other ones did I say? I just said one. I, I oh, liked I what Melissa call. said now. Who's kissing whose ass? Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. Only, I mean, it wasn't really a great saying, but it yeah. was just funny because it was Melissa who said it. Yeah. What are yours? There was something I liked. Wait, where was it? Um, stand in line. No. 
my hobby. I don't like to watch. I like to shop. No. Um, there was one I liked. Wait. Oh, I, 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 don't I, know. Still, I still liked when you were in Jill's face and you said, you better not say that Take again. again. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what my favorite line was. There's nothing that stands out that I'm like, oh, I love that. I don't know. I have to say, um, I feel like one of my favorites was when you were upstairs and you were just like, get in line. Like, yeah. Get in line, sister. Get in line, sister. You know, like seriously. Um, pay your dues. There's a surprise in studio C that was kind of iconic. It was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with those. There's a surprise in studio C that's a surprise. I'd not like to see again. Okay. Yeah. What's next week. I saw a preview for it. I feel like it's something with me. Um, I don't remember. Cause I did this. I wrote these down last week. Oh, you did I thought, this last week. Well, I thought oh, we were yeah. filming Friday. So I had yeah. it done last week. So I kind of like forgot a lot. You overachiever you. No, I wasn't overachieving. I was, I had it done for the day we were supposed to do it. And then we, yeah. We changed, I, so. I, oh no. You know what next week is? It's Jill and that cowboy hat. Oh yeah. But what, but there was some, I'm in that a lot. I'm doing, I'm bad in that. I think you are, I think I can't well, remember. Maddie falls on her bum. We hire a private investigator. Oh, Paige wins, make some noise. Oh yeah. I don't think you're yeah. bad. Okay, good. I don't know. Yeah. I do. I mean, yeah. Okay. I hope I not. Know. Well, look, I was an asshole this week, so whatever. I think you're fine next week. All right, let's wrap it up and we will head over to the after party. Thank you guys all so much for listening. We'll see you back here next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.